friends every day Smile, it's all gonna be okay What you keep, you will receive Keep your all in eulogy Love yourself each and every day Be true to you in every way You can do anything that you please Follow your dreams and be at Hi there and welcome to Lucky Irish Law of Attraction podcast. My name is Sarah Kate and I'm a life coach and manifestation mentor. Today I'm going to be talking all about protecting your energy. This has been coming up so much for me in the last week and it's such a coincidence because I have had my podcast topics written out since before I started my podcast. I have my next 10 or 12 podcasts written out after this as well, all my topics for the weeks ahead, um, unless something comes up that I feel is really relevant to talk about that week, and then I will push the topic till the following week. Um, but this was the topic for my podcast today, and um, it's come up so much in the last week in an academy that I'm in, that I'm a member of, um, they did a whole protect your energy challenge last week. Um, and also one of the podcasts that I listen to quite frequently did an episode on protecting your energy, um, last week as well. So it's just been coming up so much for me, which is very on topic. So, um, I want to push not my spin on it, but I want to talk about what protecting your energy means to me and what ways um, I suggest um, you incorporate into your life to protect your energy. So your energy is so sacred, it impacts everything within and around you. So some people feel energy more than others, but we can all connect and get in tune with our own. We all have those days where we feel okay, but then all of a sudden it's like we hit a brick wall and our energy plummets. Some people can get reliant on sugar or caffeine to keep their energy levels up, but this is only a short-term fix that leads to a bigger crash in energy. These days life can be so busy and our brains can be very overstimulated with constantly being plugged in with technology and social media. This can lead to feelings of exhaustion, especially, why can't I talk? This can lead to feelings of exhaustion, especially when sedentary for long periods with no exercise. This time of year all, always hits me a little bit with my energy because of the um, longer evenings and the shorter days. So there's a lot less sunlight um, in Ireland and in parts of Europe around where I am and certain parts of the world some parts of the world they have sunshine all the time and um, like my family in Australia uh, they don't need to worry about um getting that extra vitamin d but for us over in Ireland it's really really important to be getting extra vitamin d during this time but also when you wake up in the mornings having it be dark and then from like four half four it's already getting dark um it, it it can really affect your mood um and you're getting out less because uh, well me for example um I live in the country so I wouldn't go for a walk when it's dark down my road because there's no street lights so you'd be walking literally in the pitch dark 
So getting out for an evening walk uh, is only possible if I go um along the like main streets, which I don't really enjoy doing for walks. Um, also, my daughter even said the other day, um, it's a quarter past eight and it's still like it's night time. And even though it's normally quite bright at that time, because we have had quite dull weather, it's been really cloudy and rainy for quite some time now. Um, we haven't been getting a lot of sunlight. So that has also been causing effect. And some people can be extra affected by this and get seasonal affective disorder, um, also known as SAD. And that's something that I have suffered with quite a lot in the past. And one year, I think it was about three years ago, my good friend Nicole in Australia, she actually sent me a present of an SAD light alarm clock. So what it does is it slowly brightens up your bedroom in the morning at a specific time that you have it programmed to, but it lights it up really natural. It's not like this harsh, heavy artificial lighting it's this really beautiful um lighting that lights up your room so you just kind of get woken up like it's the sunrise but it's the lamp and that really gave me a lift and that really helps so I use my SAD lamp alarm and I make sure that I'm getting enough vitamin D and having my extra extra vitamin supplements um so that's really helpful for me so if Season affective disorder is something that you suffer with, or you're really noticing the shorter days are making you feel a little bit um less energized, then maybe that's something that you can look into. So, what other ways can we protect our energy? So, life these days, as I said, can be very, very busy, and one of the things um that people often uh, can miss out on um, when they're scheduling so, so many different appointments and meeting up with friends and trying to get that work-life balance um, that they're not scheduling in some downtime. So I make sure that I have at least um, two mornings, two afternoons and two evenings a week where I'm free to do as I please. Now I don't mean like two full mornings, I mean like having an hour and a half on a Monday and a Friday morning, that's just, I don't, I don't have anything scheduled. So not even like my self-care stuff, that's not included. Um, I'll do that in other time, but a whole like hour and a half, possibly two hours where I'm not working. I'm not making sure that I'm doing my personal development stuff. Um, like reading my, my books and doing my journaling and doing all these different things, but just completely free to do as I please so I can potter around I can go for a walk I might choose to do some personal development stuff if that's what my heart desires but there's absolutely nothing during that time that I need to do or have to do I'm not looking at my to-do list it's just free so for me that's really really important because I can get very overwhelmed with my list running my own business I'm also doing um some extra work for people at the moment uh, to help them out with their businesses with my business mindset coaching and stuff so my hours have increased and then I have obviously my daughter and I 
run my home alone because I am a single mother so I have all the house stuff to do and the cooking and all life admin and then when it comes to holidays and stuff like I'm always the one organizing and doing all the packing and or uh, sorting out everything so things can get a little bit overwhelming so for me it is crucial to have that free time where I'm not looking at my to-do list where I'm just having that complete headspace on top of doing my self-care meditation and yoga and stuff having that complete free time for me is really important now you might be able to fit in two hours of complete free time if you work full-time and you have kids and but maybe to look in your week and see where you have nothing going on or where can you find time to have nothing going on and just to schedule that complete free time for you to do as you please. Next then is to honour your emotions. Your feelings are communication tools for you to learn and grow from. By pushing the undesirable emotions aside, you have them come up in other ways. It is important to take time regularly with yourself to check in on your mood and be honest with how you are feeling, what's going on with you and what you need to do to deal with it. The more we do this, the more emotionally intelligent we become and the less our emotions take over our energy. It's also really important to um, be okay when you do have emotional outbursts um, because we're all human and if you're a woman, um, sometimes certain times of the month um, your mood can be affected and you can be a little bit more of um, a hothead perhaps. I know um, at certain times of the month I can be um, quite snappy, um, poor Harmony, but I do apologise and I do explain what's going on. Um, so she is very understanding but um, I know there's times where I'm just a little bit less um, calm and it doesn't matter if I'm doing all my meditation and my yoga and stuff Um, my body is just extra hormonal and I can just um, get a little bit overwhelmed a lot easier and can get a little bit moodier Um, so to be kind to yourself if that's happening and not let that get you down for the rest of the day be feeling guilty that you may have snapped at somebody but just to deal with it there and then and just apologize and explain what's going on for you and move on from it because a lot of the time those feelings of guilt can just completely trash our energy and there's no need to be hanging on to that stuff so just deal with it there and then and move on another way to protect your energy is to know your triggers so what drains your energy maybe it's cleaning um, whatever your triggers, it is really important to note them. So if your triggers are not avoidable, then you need to learn ways to protect yourself and put tools in place with mindset work so that you don't go into those situations negatively. I find cleaning draining, but now I put on a great podcast or my favourite songs and focus on how great it will feel when it's all done and how lucky I am that I have the space to clean. Before I used to get very negative and feel angry that I had to do it all on my own and focus on how much I disliked it. So going into triggering situations with a good mindset is key. So now 
when I know I have to do certain cleaning tasks, I make sure that I'm like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm choosing to do this right now. And I'm going to listen to my podcast and I start getting excited for when it's all done and the house is looking great. So for me, that really helps protect my energy when I go into the mode of cleaning. <laughs> um, so maybe it's cleaning for you. Maybe it's something else. Um, maybe it's a certain person um, that's in your work environment and you know that you have to deal with them. But instead of dreading it, you can be like, okay, this is the way I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to go in, I'm going to get this done and I can't wait until it's sorted and then I can go about my day and focus on the end result and having it all sorted instead of focus on the beforehand and the thoughts of doing something is always worse than doing it um so it's really important that we just do it without overthinking it because it's the overthinking that can really drain our energy too and when it comes to um having these people in our lives that may not be um making us feel so good there's certain things that we can do with that too so firstly setting your boundaries so another trigger could be family um community responsibilities people in work um could be friends certain situations so it is really important to have boundaries in place around these what is your time capacity for them do people or family being in your home stress you out then meet them in a different setting do you have people in your life that talk about things that drain you then kindly ask for them to not speak about those things around you so my school friends used to love having debates and discussing science and several of them went on to get phds in science so they were really really into it um, and whilst I love my girls from school, um, we're still all friends, even though some of them are around the world. I mentioned my friend Nicole earlier, she's in Australia. Um, my friend Ashling is in America now. Um, my friend Katie's in Switzerland. We're all over the place, but we're still close and we still meet up when we can. And then there's others that are still in Ireland. Um, but, um, yeah, I used to, um, ask at break time sometimes can we have no science speak when I was around um so that helped me protect my energy because I'd be sitting there really like zoning out and just kind of getting a bit drained from what they were talking about and it's not that I didn't do science I did biology and physics but I wasn't as excited about it as them and they would get really in depth about it and be discussing um papers on certain science things and I, I don't know what they'd be saying but um I found that really draining so I asked was it possible not to have science speak and we talked about something else and that worked really well and they were very understanding so um maybe there's certain things that people keep talking about that are really draining you when you're around them and just ask hey or look can we talk about something else because this isn't making you feel good or whatever um so that can be really helpful and then if it's somebody that's just really negative and when you're around them, you just feel that oh, dread. I know there's certain people um, that have come into my life that have been really unkind. And for me, if I know I have to see them, I'll make an energy bubble. So 
if you have an event that you are dreading or people that you find draining, then you can create an energy bubble before you go. So to create an energy bubble, it sounds a little bit woo-woo because it is, so you might be into this thing. But um, for me, I know it works really well. I do like this kind of like meditation. You can, you can find actually guided um, meditations on YouTube and Insight Timer, Timer app. Um, the Insight Timer app is the one I often use um, to have like protect protection bubble or a protection energy bubble, whatever you want to call it. And it's basically like you just visualize this bubble going around your energy to protect it and nobody else's energy can push into your bubble. It is your boundary of safety around you and your energy. And I find that works really, really well. Um, so it mightn't be for you, but if that sounds like something that might be helpful, then um, I'd really recommend trying it out. Then um, to declutter. So decluttering is a beautiful way of releasing energy that is no longer serving us. From decluttering our closet to decluttering our emails for work, it can be very difficult to feel in a great energy space when you are surrounded by clutter that isn't serving you. It's amazing how much we can hang on to that we don't need. So decluttering can really help to raise your energy. I've been in a big declutter mode the last while. And um, so I have so much stuff that I've been decluttering, but I haven't actually gotten any of it out of the house. So my spare room is just packed with stuff. Some of the stuff um, we will be keeping, they were just in the house that can go into the garage. But I also have a huge job to do on decluttering my garage and cleaning it and clearing it um, in order to be able to park my car in it for the winter time. Um, and that's something that I've been putting off because it's not something that I enjoy. So I am going to take a note out of my own advice and plan to do that with some really good music and podcasts. Um, I might actually save up a couple of podcasts and get that done while listening to all my favorite podcasts and um yeah I know once I get that done then the stuff that's in the spare room can go into that room and then I can get the rest of it to charity shops and stuff there's lots of stuff that um is good but um it's no longer serving myself in harmony so it'd be great to pass it on because there's no point in sitting in our house getting wasted when somebody else can enjoy um it. Then other ways to protect your energy is to limit your caffeine intake. So myself personally, I've been reducing my caffeine. I've gone from like 10 cups of tea a day. Yes, I know that's excessive to um, three or four um, cups, which for some sounds ex excessive. But for me, that's a huge improvement. And I won't have caffeine past like one o'clock in the day. And then I do have decaf tea. I still have a lot of tea, but some of it's decaf and some of it's herbal. I I um am Irish. <laughs> we love our tea. Um so yeah, but I am reducing it the last while and I've definitely found that's helped my energy and then exercise. So increasing your exercise. And you can do this in lots of different ways. I always say to find what feels good for you. Um so everyone is different. For me, um 
I like to make sure I get minimum 10,000 steps a day. I like to start off my day with body balance, which is a mixture of yoga, tai chi and pilates. And I like to um, work out from home every couple of days, every two to three days. I'll do like weight exercises and sit up some squats and all that stuff. And then if I'm not doing that on uh, other days, then I might do some dancing with the Wii, I might just do some just dance or like a 20 minute Zumba um, just to get movement in and that really helps improve my energy and then I have a lot more energy for my daughter and for the house stuff because I work on a laptop most of the time um, and sitting sedentary is not um, good for my mind and not good for my soul. I undiagnosed ADHD and I, I, I need to move. I have to be in movement as often as I can. Like even as I sit here my hands are moving and I'm kind of like like moving my body a little bit. Like it's really difficult to sit still for this amount of time. Um so I definitely need to get that movement in. If I have work calls and um, between work calls I will um, get movement in. Also to stop my uh, procrastination techniques, because I'm a very good procrastinator if I do say so myself. Um, but what I do is the Pomodoro method where you focus for 25 minutes, you set a timer and you do those 25 minutes of really focused work and then you spend five minutes um, not working. So you just take five minutes to rest and do nothing. Don't be picking up your phone and scrolling and stuff. That's not good for the mind. But you'll be able to take more in if you just take those five minutes to um, rest your mind. So for me, those five minutes I move are like pace up and down the sitting room or um, wander around the house or if it's nice, I might go around the garden and go see the bunnies. Um, but for me, that movement in between um, sets of work is really, really helpful. And that really helps to um, protect my energy because if I sit for too long of a time, I can feel really, really drained. And then I'm less likely to get up and move because I feel extra tired, even though I haven't been moving, <laughs> if that makes sense. And um, so, yeah, so that can be something that can be really helpful. So in um, conclusion... To protect your energy, I highly recommend if you suffer from seasonal affective disorder to get an SAD uh, lamp and to increase your vitamin D. To schedule some downtime, to honour your emotions, to know your triggers, to set your boundaries, to make your energy bubble if you're seeing people that um, take your energy from you, to declutter, to get more exercise and to reduce your caffeine and uh, as always to be kind to yourself because when you're beating yourself up for something that you have done that just takes away your energy more and it gets you nowhere it just keeps you down for longer so be kind to yourself forgive yourself and move on as quickly as you can so that your energy isn't getting taken we learn from our mistakes, we learn and we grow. We all are human and we all make mistakes. So it's really important to be kind to ourselves and just honour that, okay, I've noticed I've made a mistake. I know now in the future, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to move on. And I'm going to do better and be better. And that should be your focus instead of 
can't believe I did that, blah, 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 and getting into that negative space. Okay, so that's all I have to say today about protecting your energy. Um, if you like this episode, please let me know and rate and follow the podcast and do all those things. I'd really appreciate it. And I will be back next Monday to talk about another topic on my Lucky Irish Love Attraction podcast. Have a great week. Bye.